your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Welcome back here to the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. Jamie Rivers, Kerry Davis, Andrew Marsh. We head out to the celebrity line now to be joined by Blues President of Hockey Operations and General Manager Doug Armstrong. Army, how are we doing today? I'm very good. How are you folks? Good, good. Hey, uh, start off with our guy Robert Thomas. He's his, uh, he's his first All-Star game here up in Toronto. You know, from uh, from a General Manager, President standpoint, you know, uh, one, how proud of you, how proud are you of where Robert is right now? And, you know, how do you feel his season is going so far? Well, certainly happy for him and uh, certainly well-earned uh, honor to, to represent the Blues at, at the All-Star Game in Toronto. Uh, I would say for me, he's been our our most consistent uh, player uh, all year long, uh, plays the very heavy minutes against the other team's top players and done a great job. And I think he's just entering the prime of his career now where I think he could be for the next six or seven years and just finding ways to, to get better. But he's a, he's at a great spot right now, and I hope uh, being at the All-Star game in his hometown will mean a lot to him, and I hope he has a great time. Army, when you guys drafted Robert Thomas, did you envision this 200-foot player that's evolving right now, or was it more of an offensive thing and then the player has just decided to evolve you know, what, what was the thought process of where this player might end up? Yeah, I, I think it was probably an offensive player that, uh, you know, he's coming from a uh, uh, highly competitive major junior team, not getting a lot of ice time as an 18-year-old. And uh, But we had an inside source, Eric Kistachuk, uh, son was playing there at the time, and he had a lot of great information on him. And uh, when we got him, it didn't take him long to, uh, to jump onto our roster as a 19-year-old, be part of a championship team, and uh, just... It's been great to watch him evolve on and off the ice, uh, uh, taking a leadership role with our younger players and now all of our players, uh, being sort of the heartbeat of our, of our team on a nightly basis. Uh, as I said, he, he has very difficult tasks ahead of him every night, playing against the other team's top players and asking to to produce offensively for us too. And uh, I think Craig Ruby did a great job a year ago giving him that opportunity with Ryan O'Reilly here. Uh, sort of passed the torch a little bit, and, I, and Ryan did a great job of mentoring him and uh, putting and giving him information on the situations he was going to face. And uh, he's in a great spot now, and he's evolved uh, certainly at the level and maybe even more than we expected back on draft day. Doug, we know uh, you all are off until February 10th. Players usually get off their feet, go on vacation, get away from the rink. What does this time down look like for you and your staff? Uh, well, uh, with the minor league team is still playing, so we have some guys uh, there. Uh, I'm going to head over to uh, uh, Michigan on uh, Tuesday morning. The uh, U18 tournament that's usually in Europe is in uh, in Michigan this year, in uh, Plymouth, which is nice. So I'll be there at the games on uh, two games a day on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then I'm going to zip up to London, Ontario, and watch a junior game on Friday, and then uh, join our team for the road trip on Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday in Buffalo, Montreal, and uh, Toronto. 
Uh, my wife and I are having a little staycation here after that Columbus game, so we're um, do, doing some uh, some fine dining uh, each night and finding some some great uh, St. Louis restaurants and just getting a little bit of time and I'll watch a minor league team play tonight on TV. So no break for you is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, hey, trust me, I, I I never complain that we work too hard. It's a uh, it it, uh, it it's a it's a it's a great job. And there's no question about that. Well, at least you won't have to waste money on sunscreen, Army. You'll be fine for that for a while. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So it was pretty nice yesterday. Yeah, it you're was. right. You're right. We'll take it. Uh, so, Army, look, overall, your team right now, when you look at your team in the standings and, and just, you know, it's been a, been a different year. You had to let a head coach go. You brought in a new younger head coach, a guy that's familiar with the organization. You know, when you're looking at the body of work right now, how do you feel about your club? Well, Jimmy, I think, you know, we, we entered the year, you know, realistic. Uh, you always push to be the best you can be, but I thought that Dallas and uh, Colorado were, were half to letter grade to letter grade ahead of us, and they've, they've claimed that spot. Uh, Winnipeg uh, at the start of the year, I thought, might be in the area we are. Uh, that was just predicated, and I thought they were going to trade the uh, Hellebuck and Shifley. Uh, they ended up re-signing those guys to long-term deals, and that, uh, that switched their focus. Uh, and I would say two teams that I probably had flipped, I would have been uh, Vancouver and LA. Uh, other than that, like uh, we are where I thought we'd, we were fighting, uh, fighting with teams for one of the wild card spots. Um, it's been an up and down year. We obviously had to make a very difficult decision, one that uh, uh, I didn't enjoy whatsoever uh, in changing coaches. But I just felt that where we were and how we were playing, that, that something needed to change there. And uh, Drew's come in and done a nice job. And I've been able to spend a little bit of time with Craig. I was out scouting, and he's doing some scouting for us. So we got together in Philly, and uh, uh, he'll end up uh, some on television the other night. So he's keeping himself occupied also. But uh, where we are in the standings is where where I thought competitively we would be. It's just been a uh, maybe a, a little rockier road to get here. Um, but you know, I'm excited that we we have an opportunity coming out of this break to compete and play meaningful games uh, as, as we push towards a playoff spot. Doug, you talk about being in that number two spot in the wild card. If you all are still hovering around that spot come trade deadline, do you see yourselves being buyers or sellers? Uh, probably neutral uh, is, is where I would see it if we stay here now. Um, we, we've added we've added young assets. We have good young players. Uh, what we want to do is continue to build to that. Uh, you know, the players will dictate a little bit on what we do, but uh, – I don't think that there's any one trade that, that's going to make us favorites. So let's say we get into to the wild card spot as a, a favorites against the number one seed in the Pacific, or the number one seed in the Central. So you you want to be as competitive as you can, but you want to be realistic in what you're doing. Uh, with that being said, you know you never know in the NHL what, what's going to happen and what trade might come up. It could be a it could be a couple of uh, a younger prospect for somebody that's got some term, and, and you look at doing that too. So I'm not really sure exactly what's going to go on, but also we're we're not in a position we were, let's say, from 2012 to 2020, where we're using first round picks for immediate success. That that immediate success was hoping to get us a Stanley Cup, and uh, we're just not. We, we you never know when you get in what what can happen. Uh, uh, now I'm dating myself back in 1990 when I, when I started out. I was in uh, Minnesota. We had 66 points, and that team went to the finals. So you never know what's going to happen. But it's, it's probably not a recipe you want to you want to uh, go to every year into. Doug, one one way to win a playoff series or to make some noise and get into the playoffs is with good goaltending. And 
you know, Jordan Bennington and Joel Holfer, the tandem this year, you know, from your standpoint, you know, how do you feel these goaltenders have played? I mean, I think the Jordan Bennington recently has been obviously exceptional, but from a management standpoint, you have to be happy with your goaltenders. Yeah, sure. Uh, when, when you look at the Binner stats, uh, uh, you know, October, November were high. December took a little bit of a downturn for him. And then uh, we came in, in January is fantastic. And I think he's playing very good hockey. I also think that uh, uh, all, all the skaters are doing a nice job. We, we give up shots, uh, Jamie, as you know, but we don't give up high-quality shots or second sh- shots to the level we have, uh, you know, over the last, uh, you know, little bit. So uh, we're trying to make his job a little bit easier, but he's making the big saves when we need them. Him and Hofer seem to have a really good partnership. Uh, uh, shows to Bennington's uh, quality as a human being. He's helping Joel be the best he can be, and Joel's pushing Benner, uh, you know, on the ice. So I think it's a great partnership, and uh, your organization is a benefactor of having two guys that the players trust uh, to go in the net. Doug, you all have some uh, really good young defensemen that are, are on the rise. How hard is it finding playing time for those guys when you got the veterans that are there and playing as well as they are? Yeah, it, it, that's the that's the, the push pull, and uh, you know, from a management perspective, you sometimes want to, to see uh, the, the a longer rope given to younger players that the veteran players have uh, have earned. Uh, but you also understand that you're in the winning business, and that's a, that's a push pull uh, organizationally that we go through. Uh, it's great to see a player like Scotty Prunovich getting his opportunity now, and uh, he's certainly helping round out the two. We now have two power play units that can be successful, and I think when you only have one unit, it's difficult because when they get shut down, it just it just can suck the energy out of your team. Not not having you might not score, but you want to build momentum, and I think Scotty's done a really nice job coming in there, and he's rounding out his two way game and. You know, having to make room for a player like Kessel with Bertuzzo, those are hard decisions you have to make. But it's knowing that you, you these younger players are putting their time in the American League and then they, they get that opportunity. And a player like Kessel is making the most of it, and, and so is Scotty. And uh, what we're trying to do is is to build these guys up so when they get to the NHL, they can be uh, positive factors for our team. Army, a couple more here for you before we let you go and let you get back to your busy all-star break. Um, you're, you, you, you talk about the tough decision to, you know, move away from Craig Berube as the head coach, and then you give an opportunity to Drew Bannister, who has been coaching a long time. He just hasn't been coaching in the NHL. He comes in in a tough situation. We all know what that's like for the new guy coming in. You know, overall, you know, have you been impressed with what Drew's been able to do? And... Is there anything that he's been able to do that even you were surprised that he's having the success that he's had? Uh, for, yes, I am impressed at, at uh, the way the, the way our team is playing right now, and that starts uh, you, you credit obviously the players first and foremost, uh, and then the coach are giving them a good game plan. Now, one of the things that uh, you know when we looked at our team uh, certainly this year, the first couple of months, uh, we were we were winning games by the end of the second period or losing games by the end of the second period. I think we were 30th to 32nd in, in, in minutes tied in the third period and 30 to 32nd in, in plus or minus one goal. So what that showed us is that, uh, you know, we scored in bunches, we gave up goals in bunches. And I think over the last two months, we've played a lot of one-goal games. We're comfortable in one-goal games. Uh, we've shown resiliency to, to come back and... Uh, Stick to it in this. I'm not even sure if that's a word, but we, it we, is we in the fast lane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys went to my school. A hundred percent. 
that good Ontario education you do. <laughs> you <laughs> but uh, no, it. Uh, I, I'm. You know, the guys are playing deeper into games. They're finding ways, and and that that just builds excitement and camaraderie with your team. You go on that road trip that we had. That they, the guys went on and they won three. And yeah, they might not be Rembrandts, but as you know, getting on the bus, getting on the plane, there's a little more pep in the step. There's a little more. Uh, uh, laughter in the locker room, and and that's that starts with with playing good and finding ways to win games, and a lot of that, as I said, the credit goes to the players first and foremost, but the coach is giving them the proper mindset to to get those Ws. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Doug. One last thing for you: the news coming out today that uh, the Olympics are back on. NHL teams will be taking a break for the Olympics to happen. I know that you have been heavily involved with Hockey Canada over the course of your career. Um, any thoughts on joining the staff that's coming up? Or, and how excited are you for it? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll start with I'm really excited for it. Not not, not uh, about joining the staff, but just about Olympic hockey. Uh, you know, being able to, to go to Vancouver and go to Sochi, obviously two very different uh, places in the world. Uh, but when you get the competition, still the competition, best on best. Uh, and the one thing that, that I wasn't ready for, quite honestly, when, when we got to Vancouver and to Sochi, uh, is how small hockey is on the bigger part of a team. Uh, NHL players, they're the show every city they go into. But when you get to the Olympics, you're, you're, you're part of Team Canada as a whole, or t- part of Team USA or, or Team Russia or whoever, whatever country you're playing for. And you're just a, you're just a small piece on a bigger team. And, and I think the players really enjoy that. The, the camaraderie they get with, with different people. And, um, it's, and, and then, and then the tournament itself, best on best. It, it's great to see. And, uh, it's amazing how quickly teammates can turn into rivals and rivals, uh, um, and 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 do those things that are necessary to 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 do to have success and uh, and then how quickly they turn back into teammates. There's, there's a lot of the great great things about it, but the competition itself, I think, is, is fantastic. Um, everybody wants to win the Stanley Cup first and foremost, but the Olympics are a very close second now. And and just hearing uh, you know the Team USA guys talk uh, the Tachucks and and Hayes and these guys about being part of. Team USA, and you know, it's just it just builds excitement around. Now we're you know we're talking about the event that's that's two years away, and I think it's only going to grow. And I think that's great for hockey. Yeah, it is. I agree. I can't wait to watch all of that. Army, thank you very much for joining us here today, buddy. Uh, much appreciated. I didn't know your schedule was going to be so busy. So obviously, a big thank you to you, and a thank you to your wife because I'm sure you're taking I'm taking time away from that right now. But uh, I appreciate it very much. She thanks you for that last part. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot for having me on, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon.